As you can see, it's huge pop wrestling podcast. It is Pops World Order presents Wrestling with Pops. So let's just tell you a little bit about us. Um, right next to me is Rico. How you doing tonight, Rico? Oh, I'm doing fabulous, man. Just doing fabulous. How are things on your side? Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. And so um, Rico and I were two pops. So we're part of Pops World Order, and we're part of. <laughs> wrestling with pops and that is funny because rico and i share something very in common the same granddaughters and uh, grand, same granddaughter and same grandson so love them to death, love them to death. so we got a shout out to the granddaughter and that shout out to the grandson um so yeah my son is married to his uh daughter and yes. which makes it pretty cool and we get to have a podcast and have fun with this, and we like wrestling, so why not call us Pops World Order and <laughs> Wrestling with Pops, hey? Isn't that right? That's pretty cool, right? Everybody oh, I here. love it, man. I if you don't that. agree, hey, you know, if you don't agree, Rico and I can agree that we that would be all right. So not that, not that you guys ma- don't matter, but you do. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, YouTube, anybody that's watching, please hit the follow button on the TikTok, the Switch, the Twitch, the um, not to yeah, Twitch, the YouTube, and the Facebook page, wherever you're watching it from. Help build this dream of Rico and I's to um, just share our wrestling thoughts and our opinions because while we are really casual wrestling fans, um, that have our opinions. So, with that being said, yep, um, I, I, we're just fans like everyone else, so we're not correct about everything. We don't no. know everything. And if I can be I can be safe to say I can say this rather without being wrong. A lot of my opinions probably don't match up with a lot of everybody else's opinions. And Rico may have different opinions than than I or anybody else. And but that's okay because that's what makes wrestling fun. Exactly. So um I just told Rico that um uh we got a special guest on um July eleventh. Um, I will say he's a ex NXT. Um, he is known as Martin Stone or Danny Birch, if you will. Um, he'll be special guest on our show July 11th, so that should be really fun and exciting, and so on and so forth. So, well, last night was Monday Night Raw, the Raw before the Raw before um, Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. and um. If I can be honest with you, Rico, for a Money in a Bank go-home show, um, there were some high spots and there were some low spots. Overall, the whole show probably was a mid-show, mid in my opinion. But that again, that's my opinion. What did you think about the whole show in general? The whole show in general, it didn't come out with, um, like you were saying, kind of like a big bang you know it was kind of just mid mild carded but you know um 
I mean, we started off with what uh, Rhea and Dominic being in the ring. Yep. But I got to say, I love when Dominic gets on the mic and just get booed out of the building. So you want to <laughs> – let's listen to that. Let's listen to that. All right. I think I have that right here. He's going to show you exactly how dangerous he is. Oh. Thank you for the uh... – Thank you for the education. Dom, he's proved uh, tactile and lobbed a few cheap shots, proven rather dangerous, actually. If anything, effective. You're a smart guy. I I'm sure you have heard this one before then. Dom, go ahead. Be who you are. Say how you feel, because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter, they don't mind. Do you know who said it? Do you know who said that? Cat in the hat. Yeah, the cat in the hat, a children's book. And I am quoting a children's book because that's what you are. You are a scared. You are a scared little boy. I see you leaving. Here we are again. Like I said, these cheap shots have proven to be effective, dangerous, dirty, dirty Dom. But Dom, on Saturday at Money in the Bank, you are stepping in an entirely different body of water. I want you to show me something. I want to find out, Dom, if you are half the man that your father is. Or... Or if you're just mommy's little boy. <laughs> that, that promo was pretty fire. I've got to tell you that. It's, oh, I mean, man. That's great stuff right there. I mean, if, if you look at it, you got Dom, who just the crowd hates. <laughs> like That's the only word for it is they hate. But but it's awesome as a fan because you see that heat that he gets. And I, anybody correct me if I'm wrong, but if you look at it, you know, he's he's got Eddie's haircut. He's got he's starting to get that swagger like Eddie to get the crowd to hate him so much. And then plus you have Rhea, which kind of takes you back to when Eddie had China. 
mm-hmm. you know, you have that duel together and it's they're portraying that. And I don't know if they're going that way with it, but that's what it looks like. And I, I just love it because it, for me, it's flashbacks of man, you know, primetime Eddie right there in China. I know. See, now that was something I didn't. I I see the Eddie resemblance. I see the Eddie hair. I see the swag that you know that Eddie have, and then Dom has, and I see the hate that he draws because he is just who he is. And but now I see that you said it. I see that what you're saying about uh, Rhea Ripley being like a China. I get mm-hmm. that. I see that. And that's a that you might be right. You know, and I, I I'll be honest. About a month ago. I didn't like Dom Dom. I thought Dom Dom was about a joke. <laughs> but, I think we all did. I think we all did, honestly. I think the switch from uh, Ray Mysterio's little little son to part, being part of Judgment Day, we talk about why do we watch Friday Night SmackDown? What, but why? What's one of the reasons why we turn? There's a couple of reasons why we turned into Monday Night Raw, and it's to see this new storyline build with. Cody Rhodes and Dom Dom. Mm-hmm. And is Dom Dom going to ever get rid of Rhea or what? You know, I want to see what happens because it's going to be interesting, but mm-hmm. no one likes them. It shows in the crowd. They booed the hell out of them. <laughs> and it makes that what that's what makes it fun. Yeah. It, he, he needed that though, because he was never, I mean, I'm not saying never, but I mean, I, it would have took him a long time to get from underneath his dad's shadow. Oh, yeah. you know, if he would have stayed a face, you know, he would have had to work extra hard and not saying it would have worked. It would have worked, but him turning heel kind of gave him that push. He really needed. And oh, especially absolutely. being with judgment day, Finn, Damien, Rhea right now, he, besides Roman Rhea is one of the hottest comedies. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And so we mentioned, you mentioned judgment day. Um, what is your pit? What's your uh, synopsis? What do you think is going to happen down the road? Do you think Judgment Day is? You see that? Do you see there's cracks in Judgment Day? Do you see eventually down the road they're going to go you their know, separate ways? And I wondered about that because if you remember when um Damian went against Seth for the title, mm-hmm. and after the match, um, I don't think they showed it on TV, but it was a um after the sh- t- our cameras went off, Seth had this said hey you know come on shake my hand that was a great match he was with finn and finn was like no no man don't even you know and damien kind of just looked at him and went down and shook his hand and i was wondering right there like or could we possibly see some disagreement going on because if you noticed on raw last night i did not see finn and damien together at all no they were not oh you're right finn was not there and then the week before that or was it maybe two weeks ago when um, Damien was talking about winning the money in the bank, you know, and then uh, Finn was kind of, you can tell he was getting a little irritated with that because he was going after the title. Right. Yeah. But then he's like, you wouldn't cash out on me. He's like, thought about it. No, no, no. I wouldn't cash on you. Right. Right. I, I, I don't know. I, I see possibly when it comes to titles, that's something that can always break, break a group up. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. but Rhea, I'm going to say this. She doesn't need the group. <laughs> she really, doesn't. She really doesn't need the group. You know, and um, I think you're gonna see once um, I'll be honest. I'm just gonna get my pick out there. Once uh, Ron, not Ronda, but once uh, Becky Lynch uh wins the 
Matt Money in the Bank, I think you're going to see a program between Mo- Becky Lynch and uh, Rhea Ripley, and I think Rhea Ripley's going to be by himself, by herself. And I often wonder, Money in the Bank with Cody Rhodes and Dom Dom. You know, Cody would love to not see Rhea Ripley at ringside. Would not. He wants to see. He doesn't want to see Dominic. He doesn't want. No, he doesn't want to see Damian Priest. He doesn't want to see Finn at ringside. You think they're going to show up? You think? Or do you think uh, Adam Pierce is going to ban um, Judgment Day from that, that from ringside? Here's. I have a wild thought about this one, and I could be entirely incorrect, but. I think they won't show up like they may show up and get kicked out by the ref, you know, get sent back. But something is just I feel something where Brock's going to come out and take Cody out. Oh, because they've mentioned a couple of times how Brock has not responded to Cody yet. That's true. They've mentioned it so many times. I'm like, OK, something's I feel like something's going to happen there where he's going to cause Cody that match. OK, that, that makes sense. Yeah. But sorry, what you said, Becky's gonna win the money in the bank, the ladder match. I think so. I just wanted to go back to that real quick because I got yeah. I'm, I'm going with Eel. I'm going with Eel. Okay. Uh, yeah. For the ladies, I'm going with Eel. For the men's LA Knight. They better give it to LA Knight. I mean talk about being over right now. He is over, he deserves it. I mean, I think if I can't remember who's all on that match. I think I, I was thinking about that before we came on. I would love to see LA Knight, but there's another guy in that match. I can't think of who's in that match. Um, that might oh they could go, in my opinion, they could go a couple ways. I think they could go LA Knight, which would be the logical way. And the unpopular decision, but I can see Triple H doing this, Logan Paul. Well, from what I was reading, and I really hope I'm right reading this, but uh, <laughs> Logan was brought in because everybody's expecting L.A. to win, L.A. to win. But they brought Logan in to kind of get that attention away from him because now you have Logan Paul, who is you know a high attraction. So now everybody's like, well, Logan may win it. But so you have, um, if I remember this correctly, you have L.A. Knight, Logan Paul, Shinsuke, Ricochet. Um, oh, wow. Because there's seven six. guys. Six, there's seven, six. yeah. There's seven. I'm not sure. Wow, I can't remember the rest of them. That's I mean, I'd like – now, you talk about Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, he's going to be on the next match that we talk about. Um, I could – I wouldn't be – I wouldn't be upset if he would get it. But no. um, let's be logical. I don't know. Because for me, Shinsuke's uh, Shinsuke can be a title holder if you give him that push. Yeah. Because the crowd's already behind him. Crowd loves him. You know, I mean, he's just. Uh, I you, I guess you just they're gonna look at who has the crowd right now, and right. obviously, you know, Logan has it as a heel. The crowd hates yeah. him. Yep. La's got it as a face. Yep. I mean, he's technically a heel, but he's liked so much. Right. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. And I, this is where I become unpopular in my opinions. All the three guys that we we listed, in my opinion, have no business 
going against Roman Reigns. None of them could take him out, I don't think. I I see this if whoever wins is I see this guy going after Seth Rollins and his new title. Mm-hmm. Am I far off in that thinking? I don't know. What's your opinion, Rico? No, I don't see anybody um trying to challenge Roman. I, I really don't. I, I see that them going after Seth. Okay. And that's why I like. Because you got, like I said, uh, L.A., Logan, or let's just say Ricochet or Shinsuke. Yeah. They pretty much would all. I the, Out of those, the only one I would think would go after Roman would be L.A. Knight. Because right. he's got that cockiness with him. Like, right, right. I'm better than you and I'm going to prove it. Right. So we got Shinsuke Nakamura next on. He versus he was versus Ricochet, which is always a fun match to watch. I love Ricochet. I love all the high flying. I love everything that um, Shinsuke Nakamura does, including his theme song. Which, by the way, my wife I had to take that off my cell phone because that was my ringtone, and she was like, "Get that shit <laughs> off your phone." Oh, and because it was because it. it was so loud, you know, and, you know, and I'm like, she's like, "Please," you know, I, so. I've gone back and forth with my ringtones. Um, I had the Miz for a while, okay, and then I went to uh Finn Balor, like before Judgment Day, Finn Balor. Okay, yeah, and so I can, but I have one. I try to have one set up for each and everybody. Sorry, I'm going off topic, but that's all right. I try to have a ringtone set up for everybody. Like when my brother George calls, because like uh, he's he was always a huge Triple H fan, so I got the game in there. uh, My brother Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole. I got a clip of both Adam Cole um, and we'll play it at the end. It's it's interesting. I just seen this um, right, like about 30 minutes before we came on live. So so Nakamura, I, I did steal a clip here. Um, let's watch this and we can talk about the match. Right inside us. Ricochet tries to seize the moment. Shinsuke Nakamura returning. Ricochet may thrive in the skies, but he's also never afraid to plant his feet and swing. Back it off. Don't touch it. Oh! What? Enziguri and a kick from Shinsuke. Shin and Ricochet teaming up there. A temporary alliance for mere seconds to flatten or kick Bronson Reed. But Reed's still on his feet and furious at the moment. Drop kick by Ricochet. Maybe Bronson Reed's going to regret coming out here. Bronson Reed like a human punching oh! bag right now. Look out. Oh, God. Watch out, Corey. Reed is furious. He's enraged. Ricochet and Nakamura. Oh! Bye-bye, Bronson. Well, that's not going to help his mood any. Bronson Reed has been ejected from ringside. Ricochet and Nakamura rolls on. So yeah, um, <clears throat> whenever those two guys get together, it's just a bunch of high flying stuff. And uh, what was your huge what was your huge moments of that match? Actually, um, I like the match, but the thing I love the most, and I've seen him do it before. It's nothing big, but I just love how he does it. Ricochet kicked off the chest of Shinsuke and did a backflip. Yes, was, man, that is just awesome. <laughs> like, yes. But then when he did the the shooting star press. Man, like all the match I love, but it was those those two things that stood out the most to me. Because I love watching Ricochet. He always gives you his all. So does Shinsuke. You know, they both do. That shooting star press is unbelievable. 
man, every time I'm just like, oh man, because I I get I guess from watching back in the day, you remember like a uh, Brock Lesnar breaking his yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Stuff like that. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. You know, so we got Bronson Reed out there trying to cause heck, and all he did is end up getting his butt kicked. Yep. Which didn't make him that happy. And I'm sure next Monday night or at Money in the Bank, I'm sure he's going to have some things to say about what happened out there. And um, hey, but that's what happens. You get your get your nose in people's business that don't belong. You know. Real, real quick. Um, not to get off the. We were talking about the other guys in the ladder match. Yes. It was actually Ricochet, L.A. Knight, Shinsuke, Santos, Butch, Damian Priest, Logan Paul. That's what it is. Those seven guys right there. I mean, I can't. I guess I got to re- retract myself. All those guys could win it, but I just don't see it. I say I see them. I I hope they give Logan. I, I hope they give uh, um, L.A. Knight, L.A. Knight the push. Yeah. Hey, well, that's that's a lot for me to say because obviously the shirt man, I love Santos. I yeah. love him. He is my number two wrestler, my number one Seth Rollins. Santos okay. right there, number two. And but I, I just think it's LA. Yeah. But no, that match with uh Shinsuke and Ricochet, that once again, just an you know, it was a nice match. They really put a good match together. Yep, absolutely. So now we got Ronda Rousey versus Raquel Rodriguez. I, that 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 is something I can say I wasn't very. I was just like, eh, eh, yeah. Well, I, it, <laughs> no, just I mean, I was in too, but I'm getting, I'm starting to like Ronda Rousey. I like, I love Ronda Rousey when um she was at WrestleMania. She came over the top of the barricades as a as a as a fan, and she joined. Um, Who's she joined? I can't remember. Anyways, to take out Triple H to Stephanie. That one, that to me was amazing. I liked her then, and then she came back after having a kid, and it, I don't know, it was it. Eh. But now the new stuff she's doing here recently, I like it. So, no, oh, and it's I, I I like Rhonda, and I think she has improved so much than when she first came in. Yeah. Like, because I was like, you know, I I don't know. I mean, Rhonda's great. I've always watched her fighting, but coming over, you know, she's improved each time. And this is not a knock, so please nobody bash me or anything. And not a knock against Raquel. I just think it's got a little more work to do, you know. I because I, I, I see the mess ups, and you know everybody messes up. I could get in there right now. I don't know anything, and I'll probably mess everything up. But being a superstar, I think that she sh- probably just needs a little bit more time to kind of right to improve. Right. And I'm not, I think you're right, Rico. I think it's not that she's a bad athlete or bad wrestler because exactly. when she turns that, when she turned that guillotine into a suplex, that was pretty sick. That looked mm-hmm. pretty good. But like you said, there was, that was like, that was a spot she made. That was a spot she hit. Well, there's many times there's spots that she doesn't hit. And that's when start people start getting hurt and so on and so forth. And, and, and that's where I'm getting at right there. You know, you when you catch it as a fan, you're like, oh, man, that could have been something bad that would have happened, you know. And uh, yeah. that's all I was saying on that is right. so, I, I like Raquel. I think that she could be a future woman's champion. Right. So I have a little bit of clips from, from that match. Usually Raquel smiles on her way to the ring. Tonight she is all business. The same as always. True about Rowdy Ronda Rousey. 
Ronda Rousey, let's not forget a, an Olympic medalist, a UFC Hall of Famer, a former Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion. Now a tag team champion in WWE. Rousey already having a little trouble with the sheer size of Raquel Rodriguez. An absolute powerhouse. Rousey cinching in a guillotine. This is one way to take down a bigger opponent. How can Raquel Rodriguez find her way out? Look at wow. this for an answer. Raw power. What is it about Raquel Rodriguez? She saw it firsthand. The devastation. That so that was that guillotine turned into a suplex. So I wanted to show mm -hmm. that. That was it's pretty sick. I mean, she is good. Um, but I think, like you're right, I think she's not there yet. There's some things she needs to fix. No, that's all I was saying. She's great. I've always liked her. You know, I watched her in NXT a lot, and I was like, man, she's going to be something great because she's got the size, she's got the power. Now she's just she, she's starting to learn her way and put them together. Yeah. So talking about Ronda Rousey and uh, Baszler, what is your thoughts about what they did with the tag team titles and the NXT tag team titles when they <laughs> unified them? I just want to get your thoughts, man. I, I it's thought, been bugging me for the last week. I'm like, well, I actually thought it was awesome, me personally. All right. Just because I was like, you know, I, Val, Val, what were the names again? I'm having a brain fart. Sorry. Have a team drink? No, I don't know. And NXT's women tag team chance I just lost. Anyways, they were good. I, I, I'm not saying they're not good whatsoever, but you have, you have Shayna and Ronda, who's in singles. With the singles push, they are two dangerous women. So now you have them in a tag team together. You, you, you got to just show their, you know, what kind of devastation they can bring to the women's tag team division. Right. And, you know, how much just power that they actually have because they are a force to be reckoned with. And yeah, I think that, that match really showed it. How they did the double tap out at the end, I was like, yes. And I'm not that huge of a, uh, fans as they're I, when they're singles, I root for both of them, but them as a tag team, I'm not saying I don't like them. I'm just, I don't, I'm, I don't follow behind them so hardly. Right. But I think that if they're going to have them as a tag team, they need to push them and show their, show their strength. 100%. 100%. So, um, so we moved on to that one and went down to Dominic Mysterio versus Akira Tazawa. I loved it because Dominic says at the beginning of the show, I think he said, I'm going to, I'm going to fight a, a strong guy, a, a big guy. A, and I'm not saying no, no discredit to, to, to Zawa, but I wasn't shocked that this was a guy that was involved in the dumbest title ever, the 24 seven title. That's how I see this guy as I see him as one of those dudes that was running after the title chasing, mm -hmm. uh, Chasing our truth. I am not a fan of Kazawa. But when I yep, heard I Dom was when I heard Dom was going after Kazawa, I was like, really, dude? You know, and that's the only thing I don't like about Dom Dom. Is if you're gonna make him and push him to be a strong heel, don't put him in don't just cut get away, get rid of the joke. You know, I mean, I don't know if that makes any sense, but 
It makes no, sense it to me. It makes sense to me. I mean, you're putting this dude, you're trying to make Dom Dom look powerful. Well, sometimes you put him in stupid situations. <laughs> I, I, I got to be honest. I, I was expecting a smaller person, like uh, a midget, smaller person. I don't want to say that, yes. person, but that's what I was expecting to come out. And I'm like, oh, man, here we go. <laughs> Hornswab- Hornswabble, right? Yes. Yes. Or, there you go. <laughs> or May Young or whatever you know I didn't like dominic looking at real I, I don't know i'm this guy scares me something yeah i'm like come on dude um uh, so yeah so um i have a clip from that that match that we can a little bit watch and we can talk about from kobe japan weighing in at 156 pounds akira tozawa this is a very brave move by dominic to accept the challenge of tozawa this close to a massive match and money in the bank. Well, folks, cash in on the opportunity to own a one-of-a-kind piece of WWE memorabilia and support Connor's Cure. Scan the QR code on your screen or visit wwe.me slash Connor's Cure Auction. We see Akira Tozawa, a, I think, 20 to 30-time former 24-7 champion. Keep going, keep going. Stamina monster. Yes, you are. And look at Dom go. Doing it like we do in the yard. Well, they do in the yard. I don't have that sort of street cred. And look at mommy glow. No disrespect to appearances out. The only thing me and Cody Rhodes have in common is their hair core. Cody Rhodes will be a different kettle of sharks at the weekend. Who are you to doubt Tazawa? I'm not gonna doubt him right now. Look at him go! You sound like all these Rhea Ripley simps. Populate the crowd that are mad at Dom because he's got a good woman by his side. No one's doubting that. Here goes Akira Tazawa. Oh ho ho! Dom caught off guard momentarily. Tazawa, Johnny Wizard! The power of Tazawa! I mean, would this even be an upset? Dom! Of course it would be an upset. Akira Tozawa taking flight now! Look at Akira Tozawa! How nervous is Rhea Ripley? Uh, Dominic's clearly distracted. He's worried about Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Can, can I just say, <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about the match, but I gotta say, man, I, I hope somehow he hears this. Corey Graves, you are my favorite commentator. <laughs> I absolutely love him. I just that's... like when he was stomping that Akira and he's like, that's how we do it in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Corey Graves is amazing. Corey Graves is yeah. He's another guy I was like, he's the one that he replaced Pat McAfee, am I right? Or no, Pat McAfee would be on SmackDown. Yes. Yep, okay, so Corey Graves, back. yes, Corey Graves, he just has that vibe to him that is just amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and um, I read a post that says, it's too bad 205 Live never took off. Tozawa <laughs> is a fanatic wrestler, fantastic wrestler who deserves to be booked as such. So there again, that's what I'm talking about. 205 mm-hmm. Live, 24-7, come on. Yeah, Tazawa actually, you know, he, he's not a bad wrestler. He's just, no. he, he's really not. He reminds me of um, 
he's actually better than him, but um, Spike Dudley. Yes. Where he's just uh, so small, you, you you can't really put him in with the guys because he'll get crushed. Right. But then again, look at Ray Mysterio. Ray beat the right. odds many right. times. Many times. Matter of fact, he was uh, known as the giant killer back in the day. Mm-hmm. I got a Funko Pop back there that he autographed as um, to Scott the, from the Giant Killer, Ray Mysterio. So that's one of my prize, prize possessions. So. Um, but yeah, that match was it. It was, I laughed. I had to laugh because, <laughs> I mean, I seen you. I seen well, that first interaction with the, the yeah, the, all the exchanges and Rhea Ripley's Dom Dom and all that. It was, it's, it's that's what makes it funny. But that's why I'm talking about. He needs to. It needs to be more serious to put Dom over. That's just mm-hmm. my opinion. That's just my opinion. But and it also kind of showed you, like even against, once again, not saying Tazawa's weak, but even against a, a lesser opponent, he still needed Rhea's help. Like that's what he keeps showing you. He always yes. needs her help. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent agree. But so, that's where I go back to Latino Heat. In China. Mm. Uh, now, what about uh? Because it actually wasn't a match or anything, but it came up on kind of backstage. Riddle challenging Gunther. Gunther. Yes, yes. That's next. Yeah, that was next. And um, what did you think about that? I like that match. I, I like it a lot. You know, you you've got Riddle, who's always just a very puts on a good show. He's right. very charismatic, but you have Gunther who who's on a roll. I don't care right. if you love him or hate him, he's on a roll. And if if the stories are true and stuff, if they continue to have Roman as champion, they are looking for Gunther to be the one to dethrone him. Really? Down the road, if but then I don't know how that plays because you still have that story that's not finished with Cody and Roman. Correct. But you still have the story that's not finished with Seth and Roman. So Correct. There's so many stories that got to get finished. Right. We just don't know. But that's what I was reading about. I was like, really? Gunther? Like, but I'm not saying it'd be a bad choice, but you know, I figured somewhere down the line next year or something, if someone's to beat him, it probably would be Cody. That is correct. That's probably would be. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, that's true. But but I think um this weekend, Money in the Bank, Gugner is going to win. Yeah, um, absolutely. Now who does he now who does he face? Matt Riddle going yeah. against Matt Riddle. I think to be honest with what's what's going to happen in my opinion, here's I mean I have a prediction show on Friday, but um I will say this: you're going to see the return of the Viper. And you're going to see him interfere and cost Riddle the match. Probably. You know what I was hoping? It was just a dream of mine. Because you know how Rhea, because you brought up the Viper, you know how Rhea always gets in the way and every all the guys stop? Yes. Randy would be that one guy to RKO or to get out of my way. Right, right. Absolutely. 100%. Like, I want him to just pop up and do it. Just, just to show, get out of my way. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yep, get out of my way. But no, yeah, I mean, I can see that too. I really can see that. Yeah. Like so, Randy showing up and kind of taking Riddle out. 
and I don't know how or what, how how would it work. And I'm not even sure if um, Randy's cleared yet or if he'll ever come back. I have no idea. From reading the stories about it, like um, what his dad was saying, the doctors were saying, um, he's a lot better. And he's actually, I think, possibly capable of coming back. But he That's has to make the decision if he wants to push his luck. Right. You know, but I think he wants to finish on his terms. I think so too. You're right. So, oh, but Sami Zayn, you know that he can put up a show. I mean, he's one of those guys that we talk about that he has came so far. Mm-hmm. He he has risen to the top. He's doing great things, and you know, to me, that was probably the best match of the night. Um, as far as all around entertainment all around good stuff happening so that was probably one of my favorite matches to watch oh yeah and uh sammy like i I, nxt days i liked them and stuff but i would catch myself because i record myself so i would catch myself fast forwarding over some of his matches because i would just be like "Eh." you know okay sammy's wrestling but then he just and over the years he's just been boom boom just getting better 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 and now he's just like He's got you. He gets out there, crowds behind him, and I, I love watching his matches now. Right, right. The next match we had is Finn Balor and Carmella Hayes. I love Carmella Hayes. Man, yes. I that guy is awesome. He's fire. Um, I'm not a I'm not a fan of Finn Balor. I really I really am not. Um, oh, really? No, I I'm a fan. Now I'm a fan of Demon Finn. Okay. I think Finn is lost somewhere in his as a as a just as Finn. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's not pushed as a powerful guy. Um sure I love his move. I love the coup de gras. That's that's a badass move. I just don't like Finn. Well see when he um when he was pushed on what was he on first? Uh, Raw. Yeah. And became Intercontinental Champion. Right. Like he was pushing, had a nice little push and stuff, but he didn't have have everybody kind of behind him. And then he was gone for a minute, came back to NXT. The Prince came back home and he turned heel. And he just it was awesome because he didn't need the demon at the time. Like he he showed you this is who I am and this is what I can do. I'm gonna right. get my respect from you. Right. Uh, yeah, but I yeah, I see that. But then he went away from that, and that's where you're like, okay, you know, it's Finn's still a great wrestler. Not, uh, I, li- I like Finn. Now, but it's where we're always more excited to see the demon than Finn. Correct. I'm not saying he didn't put on a good match, and really he did, because when you got those two guys together, you're going to have a great match, you know, and it was. It was everything it had to be. Um, I would not have put anybody different with Carmelo Hayes, because I think they both have this, they have great chemistry, you know, and I just I'm a I'm a demon Finn Balor fan than a more than I'm a Finn Balor fan. So I think he needs to leave Judgment Day. To be honest with you, I think Judgment Day is holding him back. Now I think he could be great by himself. Oh, he can most of I every one of those besides Dominic. Well, he's getting there, but besides Dom Dom, can be by themselves. Yes, Damian Finn Rhea. They don't need yeah Dom Dom needs them. They don't need Dom Dom. Or each other, for that matter. No, because they're all great singles, singles competitors. They yeah. all are. And Finn, you know, this weekend coming up, Saturday, uh, 
him against Seth. Yeah. Uh, them two, watching them two wrestle, I love it. Because I've not personally had a chance to see them in person wrestle against each other, but you you're right. Watching, I got to see Finn live and I got to see um, Seth live, and they're great. So yeah, that, uh, that SummerSlam when um, Finn won, you know yeah. that that was just a phenomenal match. You know, I was like, wow, I, I didn't have one boring part of that match. Right. I mean, I seen them on TV. Yes, that was a great match. That SummerSlam match was a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what was interesting though was in that match. If you noticed, nobody interfered with anybody. There was no interference from Judgment Day. So that yep. got me thinking: is so is Judgment Day really separating themselves from Finn Balor? Is this what they're telling him? Is this what they're showing him that hey, guys, we're not going to be, we're not going to have your back anymore? So, and there's where I got to thinking about that because, like you, I'm glad you said that. You know how Finn was not with the judgment at all on last night's episode. Not right. one bit. Not backstage. Not nothing. Nope. Nope. And then last week, he was kind of still separated from them. Right. And there was that, wasn't there that heat between Finn and Damian Priest last week? Yes. And and. I would love absolutely. Maybe you you don't agree with me, but I would absolutely love if this is true. He's supposed to come back, and they're talking about him coming to be the leader of Judgment Day. Ben Bray Wyatt. Oh, there okay. Talks about it because <laughs> you know that that would be a good fit, and then he can start bringing, putting his own twist on it and stuff, and. Okay. I don't know. Sorry, I got a take on I got a take on that then. I'm ready for Bray Wyatt to come back. Okay. I am not a fan of the super of the superfly super whatever the frick that funhouse is. <laughs> I'm not Ooh. a fan of I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of the idiocy that that brings to Bray Wyatt. I do like Bray Wyatt, the cult leader. Mm-hmm. I do like Bray Wyatt, the dude in the rocking chair. I am a fan of Bray Wyatt, the one with the lantern coming down by himself and blowing a candle up. Yep. I'm a fan of that. But when you start having jukebox matches in the middle of the ring with Alexa Bliss out of swing, ringing, playing that dumb jack-in-the-box stuff, <laughs> well, to me... Okay, I get, I get, I get what they had to do because of COVID and all the cinematic shit and all the wet when wrestling was horrible. I get all that. I get there was no crowds. You have to make things. You got to do whatever. I get that. But don't you dare, in my opinion, Triple H, if you're listening, you probably aren't, but you'll never see this. But don't you dare bring uh, Bray Wyatt back as, hi, I'm Bray Wyatt. And I belong to a crazy house. No, Firefly Funhouse. Whatever. I don't care. I don't care. That's how much I don't care about it, right? Because don't do that. That's not you're. That's not the demon. I get you. I get it. You want to have personalities. I get where they're going. Yeah, awesome. But let him be the Bray Wyatt that left when he comes back. Well, yeah, because they wanna they they never got to finish or even really start the Uncle Howdy story. 
Right. That's even better than a fly house. Super fun. Whatever the hell that thing is named. Yeah, I, I thought it was a Firefly Funhouse. Firefly Funhouse, yes. Let him, let, bring back Uncle Howdy and his uh, whatever. But yeah, it was don't supposed bring... to be all the, all the characters from the um, Funhouse alive. Like, they're I, supposed to all, all be alive. You don't need that. You need to bring Bray Wyatt back with Uncle Howdy and be done. No Which, one wants no one wants to watch a rabbit, live rabbit running around a stupid arena. Nobody cares. <laughs> I don't care. I guess I'm nobody, but hey, I mean, I'm just saying. Which I mean, n- nobody confirmed it nor denied it, but you know, it was high speculation that Bo Dallas was Uncle Howdy. And we don't know now, do we? Nope. You hype it up with all these all these symbols. And everybody wants to see who this Bo, who Mr. Uncle Howdy is. Now we don't have it. And you you wasted a lot of my life because that's why I turned into that show to see another barcode or whatever. And to see Uncle Howdy, but Uncle Howdy never came around. Nope. Except for the one time he jumped off the top of that stage again. I think it was gonna power or elbow drop uh LA Knight and he missed by about nine feet. Yep. I don't know. That's just my take. Yep, and that's I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with Bray. But I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I agree with you. You know, it's um I wasn't the biggest fan of the fun house. I understood because Bray was trying to put a twist on it, showing normal side and then twisted evil side, almost like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde right. kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I understood that, but you know, we we love that walking down with the lantern, you know, the cult leader, like you said, and yeah. That I just thought was so awesome when he did that. Correct. Um, so then we have Cody Rhodes against Damian Priest. Um, who what that cannot be a bad match, you know, it's a great match. Um nope. you know, Rhodes did what Rhodes always does, you know, and Priest did what Priest always does, and of course Rhodes wins. Um Dom Dom tried to get involved by tripping roads and whatever, you know, so. Yeah. Can, can I just say, I really think that Priest is underrated. So I think he's a lot better than what they show. That's just yes. me, my personal thought. Yes. Because you know, in, in NXT, he got my attention. I watched him with him and um. I, I can't remember when he was battling, but I just watched the match. I was like, man, this guy is actually a uh, Johnny Gargano. A couple of times he went against, I was like, this guy's, you know, he's kind of good. He's kind of got something. And then when he moved up, I was like, okay, man, I really, and then he joined the judgment day. I was like, yeah, they're going to start pushing him and really have him be a singles competitor. Right. Yep. Which he did um, have a title fight against Seth, but you know, yep. um, we didn't talk about the women's money in the bank. They had that little segment in there with um, Becky Lynch and uh, uh, my girl. What's her name? Um, yeah. Well, you anyway. had Trish Stratus, uh, Tony Stark. Yeah, Tony Stark. Is that her name? Yeah. Bailey, EO. Bailey. and Tony Bailey. Was, I love that part because Bailey's all talking crap about how good she is. And she's the best one there, blah, blah, blah. She's the best of, she's the best of damage control. And da, 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 and EO Sky looked at her like, wait, what are yep. you doing? What's your problem? And she goes, oh, 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 oh and, and EO. So I got this clip. I am a woman. 
And in fact, I'm the best and the greatest woman to ever do this. And Zelina, you're right. This is my first ladder match. But you know what? Winning, honey, it's what I do. And when I make history on Saturday and I get that Money in the Bank contract, guess what, ladies? You all can say thank you, Trish, for letting me be a part of such a historic moment. And you, Lynch. a little girl I can't really call you a woman because you're the man or whatever but let me ask you this when it's all said and done will you be man enough to say thank you Trish oh Becky means business and the man ain't hanging around and it's all kicking off here between six competitors yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it you know, I see why good. you would say Becky. I see why you would say Becky, especially at the end. She's left climbing a ladder, taking a briefcase off. Yep. You know, I, I, I still I'm gonna go with Eel and I say the only way she doesn't win is if Bailey gets in her way. So you might be I, right. It's the only way I, I think Eel doesn't win. I think you're right. I think you could be. That'd be a, that's a great storyline setup. I think mm -hmm. that I think that WWE needs to do that. I think they need to have it look like Eo's going to win, and Bailey somehow either tips the ladder over or does something, interferes or whatever. And I I'm, I'm going to go still go with my girl Becky Lynch. So she, you could be right because you know they had that backstage segment Becky and Rhea. Yeah. You know, when she's talking smack to her, saying, you know, I was a fighting champion. You just carry this thing around. Right. Exactly. So I have a few more clips I want to show. Now, Carmelo, this is your very first Monday Night Raw, and you find yourself facing the Judgment Day's Finn Balor. How are you feeling? What's going through your head? Look, you know who invited me here? Seth freaking Rollins. We're talking about the world heavyweight champion. Seth freaking Rollins. You know what an honor it is to be here on Monday Night Raw? Look, Seth Rollins is not only somebody as a performer I aspire to be like, but a champion that I aspire to be like as well. So I'm going to go ahead tonight and I'm going to take care of that Seth Rollins problem in Finn Balor. And I question, you know, maybe I'm making a mistake about it, but if I have to go out tonight in a blaze of glory and handle my business tomorrow against Baron Corbin for the NXT Championship, then that's what I'm going to do. Because sometimes, guys like me, guys like Seth, you got to take shots to make shots. You got to take shots to make shots. Mellow don't miss. Mellow don't miss. And I hope he does take out bum-ass Corbin. <sighs> it, okay, I'm going to say this. You know, Baron, much respect to you, but I swear if you beat Carmelo, I'm not going to be happy, man. I will be. I'm going to let me say this. I won't watch NXT if they put that strap on Baron Corbin. 
Yeah, I just that is idiotic. That's a that's plain. No. Yeah, and and I just I just recently me and my brother were just talking about this earlier. You know, we were all about NXT watching it. You know, then Adam Cole left, and um, and then it suddenly became 2.0, and you know, we both said the exact same thing. We love Shawn Michaels. It's still my all-time favorite wrestler. Yeah, and I know Vince had a lot to do with the whole um, putting everything together, how the show went, but that 2.0 when it first started out was not a big fan of it. There was a couple of times I didn't even watch it. I was right. like, I'm not watching this, and I, I just started getting back into it. And like, if you have Baron Corbin <laughs> be mellow, man, that is ridiculous. I wouldn't. I wouldn't understand. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't understand it. I wouldn't. Get it? I don't know what that would be. I don't know, know what they'd be thinking. That's all I'm going to say about that. You know, and I don't know if you've paid much attention to NXT, but um, oh, what's her name? What's her name? She's going against Tiffany Stratton tonight for the belt for the women's title. I don't pay much attention to it, so I would. I just think that's a joke if Tiffany loses. <laughs> that's all, right. all I'm going to say on that one. But what we were talking about, uh, Rhea and Becky. I had it right here. Was uh, Becky says. When I was champion, that title was defended every week in the main event. Now you will only use it to accompany you. You need that title, but the title needs Becky Lynch. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I listened to that last night, and I was like, yep, you're right, you know. Yeah. If you're going to – that's that's she said that to Rhea Ripley, right? Yes. And it's, that my point exactly, I, I'll say this about Roman Reigns. South Rollins is defending that title weekly. Roman Reigns and Rhea Ripley, they they defended at a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I mean, now Roman Reigns doesn't need to prevent uh, – he doesn't need to do it. He They got him in a storyline in the middle of a – he could be in the ring and he can get heat. Rhea Ripley can hang out with Dom Dom all night long and get heat. But be a champion. And I think that's what you see when – if Becky Lynch wins it, I think you're going to see that. Yeah, and <sighs> – I don't know what's going on with Rhea, but I've heard the reason why she's not wrestling is because she actually hurt her leg. And so they're taking it easy on her. So that's why she's out there. She's not really getting too physical because they're being cautious. Right. But I don't know how much of that's true. I don't know. I'm going to play a video. I've I've already got a notice that um, YouTube doesn't like me playing my videos, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I'm going to play a video because I – I want to showcase, I want to talk about a little bit about Seth Rollins' uh, apparel. He's a drip god. I swear to God, this guy could wear a freaking whatever he wants and look and make it look good. And I'm going to play this. I have another video of him talking about, you know, he doesn't pick his clothes. He goes, but I can make anything look good. So check this out. This was about, uh, yeah. We got a special guest in the arena. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one, the only NXT champion himself, Carmelo. Hey. Hello, don't miss. Very, very special guest. Yeah, yeah. 
do this very often, but you had my back this past Tuesday on NXT. So I just wanted to say thank you. The best version of Finn Balor is not as good as the best version of Seth freaking Rollins. And that is a bitter pill that you're going to have to swallow. Because I am a visionary. I am a revolutionary. I am set. But Balor's here with a chair in hand. And Rollins beat Finn to the punch. The World Heavyweight Champion is teeing off on the man who will challenge him this Saturday. And Balor went to the ring. I I heard somebody say something about that outfit that he looked like Johnny from the hot from the high school musical. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't pay attention um when I was uh, watching it before, but just watching it again, his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I swear though, that guy can come out in a ski outfit. He did. He came on big ass moon boots. That a couple what? Oh, yeah, that's right. The moon boots. But I'm talking about like the goggles, the whole gear, yes. scarf, and yes. everything, and still make it look good and do good. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, but who picks? Big. Come on, who, who picks his outfits out? I I just gotta ask. Does he no do idea. that himself? No, he has a. There's something I on the social media that he was on a talk show that he has a guy that picks his his outfits out as a designer. So. I got a couple more videos. Cody, seems like you got your hands full, but do you have a minute? Well, Cody, tonight you have a match against Damian Priest. Uh, can I get your comment on either him or your Money in the Bank opponent, Dominic Mysterio? I love these chats, Kathy, I do, but gosh, I look forward to the day that we're not talking about Dominic Mysterio. We're not talking about Rhea Ripley, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, The Judgment Day. Damien Priest is walking into Money in the Bank, not just with bruises on his body, but bruises on his ego. And my opponent, Dominic Mysterio, I, I almost wish I could sit out amongst the WWE Universe and boo him myself because he has. He has gotten under my skin. I mean, these cheap shots that he's lobbed at me, they have worked. They have been effective. That's a skill. Truly is. But think about this. At Money in the Bank, Dom is not going to have... Finn Balor. Tom's not going to have Rhea Ripley. Tom's not going to have Damian Priest. And I haven't laid a finger on Dirty Dom. So I guess we'll find out what he does have. Thank you very much. Come on. Oh, that inclines that, that he's not going to be there, or they're not going to be around, so hopefully they, they stand for true on that. And I, I will say, um, Maybe I'm forgetting, but I want to say that probably is the biggest match that Dominic's had so far. Just will I be. So. I think so. I mean, the match against his dad was pretty big, but this is a, uh, you know, that was his dad. This is against somebody else who's really over with the with the crowd. Right. Well, I like your I like your opinion on um, possibility of Brock Lesnar showing up. 
that could be interesting. Yeah, that's just to me. Uh, I mean, come on, how many times we Brock doesn't leave anything unsettled. No. He likes finishing, and I don't see him staying away very long. I see him coming back and finishing that story. Right. Even even if he loses the third time, right? Not the third time, but the third match. If he loses it, right. Here's another one. You better hope that you don't win that briefcase. Because if you even think about cashing it in on me, it'll be the last thing you ever do here in the WWE. Okay. You know what's interesting? Is that when I was the champion, my title was defended in every town in the main event. But you, you've become a main event side piece. See, I don't need that title. That title needs me. But I want to win the briefcase just to watch you squirm. I love how she called it a main event side piece, you know. So basically, Rhea Ripley, look, you're all you're doing is when Dom is Dom Dom's in the main event, you're there. That's mm-hmm. it. What are you? You're no champ. Yeah, and that that falls under like that's where I start wondering: is she really hurt, and they're just yeah. being cautious, or is she kind of doing a Roman thing, just you know, wrestling? the pay-per-views that she wants to, and that's it. Good point. Good point. So before we get to this last clip, because this last clip is, um, I saved it for last because you brought up the name Adam Cole. And I found a very interesting TikTok that, I don't know, you watch that much of AEW? Yeah, I um I have to watch last week's and um, okay. what's going to happen this week. So you're going to see the clip and you're going to go, yep. I didn't realize that the same lines were used again for MJ that MJF said at one point in time a couple a month ago. Oh, I think I know you're getting at with this one. Adam Cole said the same thing. Yes, he did. So before we get to that, um, one last thing about Money in the Bank. Do you think the Usos will take care of Roman Reigns and the Costa Cole? I have been beating my brain about that match right there. That is the only one that is driving me crazy because I I can't figure it out. I'm not supposed to figure it out, but I this is what I'm going to go with. I think one or two things is going to happen. Solo will turn on Roman and it'll be a disqualification and nobody will, you know, Roman will win by disqualification. And help the Usos, or the Usos will pin Solo and not Roman. So technically, Roman didn't get pinned. It was Solo who got pinned because they want to keep him from getting pinned, right? Or I, I think I like that idea. I like the I like the first idea better than the second idea. I like I'd like to see Sokoa turn on Roman, but so but uh, I was been thinking about this. What if Paul Heyman, because he was called a dirty snake, what happens if Paul Heyman's really in the back pocket of Jay and Jimmy? And he's the one that cost Roman Reigns to lose this match at um, Money in the Bank. And that would make it, that would just put another level of that storyline. What's Paul going to do now? That that does bring a good question there. 
I mean, you just don't know because the history of Heyman, you don't know right. which way he no. will ever go. Right. I, I, to my knowledge, and I think Heyman will stay with Roman because right. Roman's the top dog. And if you notice, Heyman's always with the top guy. Yeah, he is. But the Usos are very much over, so. Right, right. But, yeah, that is, I mean, like you said, they, they call them the biggest snake. And, uh, oh, man. So, yep. So here's I, this last piece. Now you got me thinking. All right. Here's <laughs> this last piece, man. Ready? Mm-hmm. You, you got the cool music. You got the lights. You got the fog machine. You got the girl. The lights, the music, the cool T-shirts, the big match opportunities. The girl, you know what they do to make Adam Cole feel special? You know what they do to make MJF cool? They, they ring, ring the, the freaking, freaking bell. bell. Oh, I just love that. Love it. I love how you caught that too because when MJF said that to him, I just, he just literally stole your whole your whole phrase what you said to Gary back in the day right i mean not word for word but pretty much the same exact thing they ring the freaking bell but did you when um adam went back on him that was a uh, i can't remember exactly what adam said but he hit some personal stuff with him and that was yes. a very good promo those two lit each other up yes i will have to say this um, be a whether I don't know if you're a fan of this guy or not, but um, I might, whatever. I am super excited. I might try to talk you out of Monday Night Raw and I might try to talk you into reviewing Collision. Collision, AEW Collision, that's their Saturday show. I haven't. Oh my God. CM Punk in Chicago. He's been on the last, he's been on the first two episodes. And that show, it's only an hour long. And that show brings it. And it's just amazing. I mean, eventually they're going to need to get rid of their Friday show, Rampage or whatever, because Collision is blowing everything out of the water. I mean, it's it's good. I've heard it's doing. I haven't watched an episode yet. It's, it's good. Like, if you get a chance, watch it because it's going good. You know, and if you talk, I mean, it's, I've been trying to open myself up to more wrestling, and um, I just got a channel, the um, Philo, I think it was, and so I'm starting to watch Impact. Okay. Because I heard I heard Impact's getting better too, but no, I just think that um, the reason why I asked this question is. If I say, tell me a one-liner that you just love, who has the best one-liner or catchphrase? The best catchphrase that, that, that you that that you like? Not to bet. Not I'm not talking about everybody else. I'm talking about because I got one. I I I have a catchphrase I love. Well, I'm gonna go with current right now. I think. L.A. Knight has probably the best catchphrase. Okay. Let me talk to you. Yeah. Okay. I like. Okay, I got that. Some. This is again. It's not a popular popular opinion, but I love CM Punk's phrase. I love too. I love Cody Rhodes. And I love CM Punk's. 
my brother love it when I say I love Cody Rhodes because I, I dog Cody Rhodes all the time. <laughs> I, I love when Cody Rhodes comes out. He says, Green Bay, Wisconsin. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? But CM Punk says this. Tell me when I'm telling lies. He'll say something. He goes, tell me when I'm telling lies. He's a factual person that's going to throw out facts. And if you don't like it, tough shit. Mm-hmm. Because he's a realist. Yep. You know, and I love, I love, and I, and my brother liked this one too. I love MJF on the mic. MJF is a wrestler. He can wrestle, but thank God he has mic skills. Oh yeah. I mean, great, great guys, great things, great things, you know, great people. Um, I just wanted, to, I was just curious about what you thought. LA Knight has a great catchphrase. Yeah. I mean that. I mean, you got acknowledge me. That's just. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be awesome forever. But I, I also, because I've always been a big fan of them, the Usos. Yes. Welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. Absolutely. Friday Night SmackDown ended amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, Jimmy's get, or Jay's getting ready to say, you know, um, whatever he's going to say. And then Jimmy stops him and says, I get it, man. I get it. You made the best decision. And they fist bumped and they said, so in London, England, welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. And they lifted yep. up the hands and they, you know, I I just hope that that at Money in the Bank, they don't switch it, they don't flip on each other. I yeah, hope that's, that's I hope they don't go with that angle. Yeah. I, I do too, because I love like uh you see how they did the ones together when they locked yeah. hands they both. Yeah, we the ones, up. yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love that. You know, like, so I'm, I just hope they don't ruin that. But if they do, that's oh well, who cares? That's just what it is. Well, so. real quick, because you showed a clip of him, Adam Cole dissing him, carrying cross. I, 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 what are we gonna do with that guy? Because carrying, I, I love carrying cross, and I just would like to see him go further on getting a push. Right. So carrying cross, that's a good question because I have a similar similar question to you. When when I last watched NXT. It's when NXT was get there's a storyline where Karrion Cross was leaving and Scarlet left, went outdoors, and they, they were gone. Mm-hmm. And um, that that was their way of sending Karrion Cross to uh, WWE to the main roster. Um, when they have him coming out with TikTok, TikTok, the the sand the sand glass and stuff like mm-hmm. that, that's good stuff. Exactly, that is great stuff. They bring them to Raw, and it's like, what are you doing? Well, if you remember when uh, when Vince had originally brought him up, he was undefeated in NXT, did not lose. And all of a sudden, much love to Jeff Hardy, but you, you have him job out to Jeff Hardy for no reason. Jeff didn't need that. No. And so now you just beat his undefeated streak for no reason, and he kind of just went down the roster. Right. And I think they're doing that right. They're they're ruining. They're burying him. And then let's talk about another guy from NXT that they've just brought up, Grayson Waller. What mm-hmm. the hell are you guys doing, putting Grayson Waller in a show similar to The Miz? He has his own show in ring. I'm, I'm not. I'm a, I'm okay with shows in the ring, but leave it to the people. I mean, and I'm not saying Grayson Waller is not good at what he's doing. 
Well, he's a good, he's a darn good athlete too. And you're not showcasing. You, you gave. He's been up for over a month, and he's that, had one match. Sorry, that is because he actually just spoke about that recently. I don't know if it was yesterday or whatever. He broke his leg in the match against Carmelo. Okay. Not, All right. Actually, okay. that's what that was from his phrase. He said he uh he broke his leg against that championship match against Carmelo. Okay. So there. Okay. If that's the reason, I'm I'm okay with the reason. And that because he was talking smack, saying I had a broken leg and I still got drafted over all you. Yeah, I get it, but I'm just we want to see him wrestle. Oh, of course. So anyway, um, that's that, man. Oh yeah! Wow, it is already ten. <laughs> 10 after ten. So um, again, thank you for uh, guys, whoever's watching, whoever's gonna watch this. Um, thank you for uh, hanging out with uh. Pops World Order. I appreciate it, guys. Appreciate wrestling it with wrestling with the pops. Um, Rico, myself, we're both grandpas. <clears throat> Just fill you guys out. We're grandpas to the same grandchildren. So my son is married to his daughter, and that's what makes us the new world, the the pops world order. Because we are in just like you guys. Because <laughs> we are in charge, correct? We're yeah, that's kids, right. They better they better they better listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> not not i got we got stories about those but anyways um and we're just wrestling fans with wrestling opinions um so thank you guys for tuning in to um wrestling with the pops Extra.